You are listening to If God Were Dog, a very special installment of Narrator, broadcasting live from Narrator Home Studios in the very heart of beautiful Troy, New York. I am Jacob Pett, your narrator. Narrator is a collaborative art piece between me, the narrator, and you, yourself. We began when you started listening to the program, and we will end when you stop listening. It is my goal as the narrator to create an environment for your subconscious to explore. Nothing is required of you in this relationship. A content warning for this program. Narrator employs frequent use of multimodal trance and hypnotic dynamics in its structure. Narrator would like to remind you that hypnosis is a self-induced state that you have complete and total control over. Narrator would recommend, however, that if you are driving a car or operating any form of heavy machinery and are in a position to hurt yourself or others, that you kindly turn off the program. You are already doing a wonderful job. Chapter 1 Dogtown. As you stroll confidently down Broad Street, you notice as the buildings become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. As you walk down, heading east, And as you do, on Broad Street, you notice as the doors become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And you notice as the folks become fewer and fewer. And you notice that the dogs become more and more, and more, and then, everywhere. Because you are on your way to Dogtown to eat the best meal in the entire world at Chef's, the restaurant for dogs. Chapter 2 The Triad Let me tell you about The Triad At Chef P.P.'s Famous restaurant First At the top of the pyramid 
is the executive chef. Sir, Monsieur, Chef, PP. Here are Chef PP's duties. Chef PP must devise the menu. Chef PP must budget for food. Chef PP must save all existence. Chef PP must survive the night. Next, below Chef PP is Chef du Cuisine, Golhan Retrevier. Here are Chef Retrevier's duties. Training the new staff. Saving all existence. Surviving the night. And then there is Sue's chef. Sue's chef, chef Buick Riviera. Here are Chef Riviera's duties. Staff management. Tail duty. Administrative coordination. Saving all existence. Survive the night. The three chefs look at each other from across the kitchen. Eyes meeting eyes meeting eyes. The three chefs do a beautiful dance as they circle, preparing the meal for tonight. Chapter 3 Tiffany Windows The Frost Viper Let me tell you about Tiffany Windows. Tiffany Windows was born without thumbs. Tiffany Windows has never worn shoes. Tiffany Windows has constantly cold knees. Tiffany Windows is fond of hats. No one has ever seen Tiffany Windows three times and lived. Tiffany Windows does not use the salad fork. Tiffany Windows is in the restaurant. Tiffany Windows is at the table across from you. Chapter 4, The Big Meal. 
First is first course. It comes out, and it's delicious. Second, the second course. Mmm, it's good. Third, third course, a soup. Cold, strange, but wonderful. Fourth course, a toast, crunchy and great. The fifth course, a smell. The sixth course, the idea of nothingness. The seventh course, ooh, wah. The eighth course, this course is the best. Tiffany Windows gets up. Tiffany Windows disappears into the kitchen. There's a scream. Chapter 5 Executive Chef Sir Monsieur Chef PP is dead. Chef PP is on a slab in the morgue. You stand there with Chef de Cuisine Golhan Retrevier and sous chef Chef Buick Riviera. Eyes meet eyes meet eyes. Sir Monsieur Chef PP has failed in his duty, and thus, seemingly, has all of existence. The three of you embrace. It is a sad, sad day. Chef de Cuisine Gohan Retrevier and sous chef Buick Riviera lower to their knees. They ask you this important question. Will you be the new executive chef, Sir Monsieur Chef PP. Your duties will include devising the menu, budgeting for produce, saving all existence, Surviving the night. You are racked by indecision. But you tell them, yes. Yes. I will be the executive chef.
Chapter 6 Soup's on. You're in the kitchen with Chef to Cuisine Gohan Retrevier and sous chef Chef Buke Riviera. They have tied lengths of flossing wire to your arms. One at the main arm and one at the subarm and one at each finger. They have tied a simple napkin across your eyes. They have inserted a speaking device into your ear. You go completely limp as they, each working one arm, begin assembling Chef PP's famous soup. A dash of this, a dash of that, your arms move, and you, and you, and you are the chef. Chapter 7 Plagues of Tiffany Windows, the Frost Viper. Plague number one Blood. Plague number two Frogs. Plague number three. Lice. Plague number four. Wild animals. Plague number five. Pestilence. Plague number six. Boils. Plague number seven. Hail. Plague number eight. Locusts. Plague number nine. Darkness. Plague number ten. Death. Chapter 8 
the love of Tiffany Windows, the Frost Viper. Tiffany holds you with eight fingers in a warm, soft, gentle embrace. You simply melt. Goo hands and goo feet unable to support yourself on goo spine and goo knees. You love Tiffany Windows so very deeply and Tiffany Windows so very deeply loves you. The feeling is deep inside your chest and it permeates your entire body, letting you feel light, effortless, completely free. You think about going to the grocery store floating down the cereal aisle as if inches from the floor as if magnetized by the cereal and the love of Tiffany Windows you move to the meats examining the marbling you move to the bananas and notice that few are ripe. If you stole a banana right now, you would simply have nothing to do with it. You float to the checkout and notice there is nothing in your car. Ah, to be in love with Tiffany Windows to spend the whole day at the grocery store and buy nothing. What a beautiful, beautiful thing. You find yourself walking down Broad Street. Little building and big buildings and little doors and big doors. Some folks and some dogs. This is Dogtown, People Town. Midtown. You find yourself going west to the sea, diving into the water, 
and seeing the buildings become wetter and wetter and wetter and seeing the doors become less and less existent and you find that the amount of folks slowly, slowly diminishes and the amount of fish quickly, quickly, quickly increases. You're in Fishtown, and it's time to have a wonderful meal. You receive a call on your telephone. It's the cats. You find out that the truce has been brokered. Free food for all animals. And you quickly tell Chef Fishing, the executive chef of Little Fish's Restaurants. He gets on the horn calls the giraffes, who then informs the president. Yes, it's you at the White House, but what's that? The president has a gun? You've been shot. Carried up to heaven. Forever. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for Narrator. The episode, If God Were Dog. As always, we would like to wish you a very pleasant rest of the evening, a deep and restful sleep, and a beautiful tomorrow. Good night.